Hey everybody, welcome to a new episode of Art Talkin'. In today's episode, we're going to be talking with the beautiful, brilliant artist, Kai Johnson. So come join me in exploring her world of luminescent watercolor painting. Welcome everybody. I am so really excited and I know I use that word excited every time I introduce my my guests but uh, it really is an honor and excitement for me to be able to talk to people about art and today it's no exception. I am just so happy to introduce you guys to a brilliant artist. She is just kind, one of the nicest people you can ever meet on the face of the earth and of course she's a watercolor artist like I am and I'm just so excited to introduce you guys and let's let's say hi to the beautiful Kai Johnson. Hey Kai, how are you? How well, are thank you, you. What a lovely what a lovely introduction. <laughs> well, I have to do I wanted to do even more, but you know, I don't want to get too, you know, get uh-huh. too, too your head was start getting big and you know, we don't uh, want Really? To. Really? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, of course. I mean, I wouldn't, I, I can't do this without amazing people like you. And I, I you know, I, I think I've mentioned this to you. You know, you are a brilliant artist, but most importantly, I think you are a hero for all of us, specifically for students, because you taught in, in the public school for I, what is about. 30 plus years, 20 plus years. I can't remember, uh-huh. but it was 30 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Um, <laughs> I taught all grades. I taught high school all the way down to kindergarten, but oh. I spent most of my teaching career um, with primary school yeah. K through two. Right. Wonderful. Wonderful. It That's was awesome. It's a great age, yeah. But all yeah. good. And actually, now that I'm thinking of it, uh, after I retired from teaching school, um, I was doing adult classes and workshops. So, um, awesome. so actually, I guess I've done all ages. <laughs> <laughs> and I need to take one of your classes too, because I love that trans. Uh, trans. How do you pronounce it? Um, the the transparent. Yeah, the transparency, uh, a technique in the watercolor that you approach, that you've approached your your work. It's just breathtaking, you know. And, I mean, you've got such a great body of, of, of work that really connected with me from the get when I first met you. And I saw your, oh, that particular a- one was the, the bumblebee. I think it was called Handle with Care, if I'm not mistaken, uh-huh. right? Fragile handle with care. Yes, yes, fragile handle with care, and that is such a beautiful. What a, I don't know. I, I would love to ask you about that. You know, I'm saying it right now, but I would love to ask you about that. Where, what inspired you to go there, and to, and what, yeah, what inspired you to do that particular series and that particular painting, and you know, how did you come to that? Well, well, uh, lots of lots of avenues in life led me to that, which is mm. probably how most people get to what inspires them, right? Mm. Um, yes. It's not our life isn't uh, usually one straight road. So um, I have always loved florals, and 
um, it is part of my continuing body of work, but certainly not all of it. Um, and I was also very interested in, um, the environment, um, in my, in my career as an artist, I integrated, uh, art with lots of different subjects, but particularly environmental education subjects. And so I've always been interested in, um, things that relate to the environment and the honeybees, are endangered for a number of reasons and um it's very important to bring awareness to that in any way that we can and also um my husband uh was very interested in beekeeping and he did beekeeping for years oh wow and he taught me a lot about uh, the bees lives and so it's just fascinating so Those those different roads kind of intersected into that piece of a floral with the honeycomb worked into it, it was with a bee worked into it, and um, it just it was a way to kind of say all of it. And then um, I did the words on it. I stamped the words on it. This is fragile handle with care, which was actually something that I thought of kind of as I was painting and I decided it might be better almost like a postal stamp like when you get something in the mail (laughs) and it says fragile yes yes. I did it in the same font what a brilliant title of that too (laughs) so so fragile was big and then handle with care was smaller just like a postal stamp except I designed the stamp and the the stamp place made it awesome um and that took guts because the painting was finished and it stood on its own and I must have spent a week trying to decide if I had the guts to stamp that (laughs) (laughs) you were contemplating do I do that because if you do it you kind of feel like did I overdo it is like do I do I mess it up and where to put it yeah but you knew you were going to do that regardless or you were just thinking whether you should or shouldn't Uh, well I thought it was a great idea just had to have a heap of guts to do it because it was a really it was a really pretty painting and then when I did that, it added another layer of interest. So, yeah, well, and, definitely and one that, of my favorites. So, and that did win an award in yes. an, in a Georgia Watercolor Society national show. So, um, I suspect that that title and stamp might have had something to do with it. <laughs> I think it had a lot to do with everything: the color selection, the title. The mm-hmm. detail. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was one of the things that just drew me into it. And, and oh, neat! It was just—it was the detail. You could tell it that when you paint your subjects. I mean, all of, all of the ones that I've come across, uh, and you know, even on your website, but the ones that I came across and physically seeing them up close, you could tell that you took care of each brushstroke with a lot of intent of love and. There was a lot of passion behind it, and I thought it was so beautifully done. Oh, so, well, thank you. Yeah. Yes, uh, yes. My way of working is, um, it. I I have a plan. I have a concept. Good. I was going to ask you that. 
<laughs> I, have a, I have a plan and I have a concept and yeah. it, usually it follows in a series. Um, so, you know, that I have a series, I have a plan, I have a concept, and then there's a lot of pre-planning to the way I work. Okay. Uh, so you and, don't go at it and see what comes, you have it preconceived, you have it already in your head where it's right. going to go. Okay. I, wow. I have a, I have a plan and then it's like, what t- technique is going to best serve this plan? Right. So yeah. I, wow. then I, then I go, then I go at it. How and long I, does it take for you to do, oh, to go gosh. through that process? Is it like a, you put it down, you come back to it, you put it down, you come back to it, you keep adding yes. and Okay. Yes. Wow. And because I work in transparent layers, it's, yes. It is, it is, uh, it, it has time. So for instance, today, do you want to talk about technique? Go for it. I love okay. it. Okay. So today, for instance, I'm working on a piece, um, that has to do with my cast shadow series. Right. And, um, these happen to be feet in the water um. and they are creating a fascinating cast shadow. Right. So right now I'm at a point where I am masking, meaning blocking out the area around the cast shadow because I want those cast shadows to get dark and rich in, 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 in color and in, and in value. So it's easier for me because it has a lot of little like pukas in it, right? And a lot of little jig jags. So rather than direct painting it, I can mask around it and then I can put a layer on, let it dry overnight, put another layer on and I can go as many layers as I want. And that creates a very dark, but transparent all at the same time, dark. Wow. that's really nice in water because oh. it water needs to have some transparency to it. Yes, and of, and of course the depth that you're 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 describing it sounds like it'll be there so nicely and present. Mm-hmm. So today when I painted on these two, I have two going at the same time, which is also oh. something that I do very often. Oh, really? Freeing because if I mess one up. I've got a spare. <laughs> wow. That might, that might, so anybody listening, that might be a good <laughs> idea. You, you can always, you can, you know, always have your back up. Just um, in case something happens. Wow. Kind of like a spare tire in your <laughs> So I mean, uh, when you're going through that process, does it take, I mean, it sounds like it takes hours. So would you say it's easily 200 hours, you know, uh, because the detail that's in there is quite powerful. So I know it's it's got to take you a while to get right to the nitty gritty of like, this is how I want it to be executed. Some, and goes, work here. some go faster, some go slower. Oh, okay. Um, some parts of it take a lot of time. Mm. Some parts of it go pretty quickly. Okay. So today when I was doing this, I was doing the paint part of it, no masking. And I only took me an hour to paint both paintings of this cast shadow part it's not that it just that's this one layer only took me an hour right but these pieces will probably have 
at least the finished one, mm -hmm. whichever one I choose to complete and finish, will probably have, I have to put it in terms of weeks, probably have oh, at yeah. least three or four weeks in it. Wow. But that's not working eight hours a day. Right, not, not constant. It's like you go in and right. yeah, yes, yes. A little bit, a little. And there will be days and times where I work five or six hours on a piece. Right. But then there are days like today where I only spent an hour putting two layers on. Wow. Wow. So, well, I to, love that. That's so yeah. wonderful to hear that, that your processes of sorts, you know, when yeah. you're dealing with your, you know, I noticed over time that you, when you, when you go and I've seen your work up close or I've seen your work on your website, you have a distinct palette, a very earth tone palette. Do you always, I mean, I've seen some that are a little bit softer and blues and, um, mm -hmm. And there are other ones that are, you know, you get those earth tones. Do you always try to stick with the, that color palette depending on the subject? Or how do you come to that conclusion of what you're going to end up with? That's a, that's a good question. Um, sometimes my palette is dictated by the subject. Mm. So if I'm doing um, a, a yellow lily or a reddish, you know, Right. orangey yellow lily I might stay true to that okay. you know and then what I'm thinking about is how do I balance all that warm out because I'm always trying to think about a little bit of balance between warm and cool wow. so so then I get want to think well what do I want to use for my cool right um as far as my preference of color palette, it's also just my preference. Also, my, the, I, I like that same palette in um, my home and in my decor. Gotcha. Um, nice. I, like, I like earthy colors. Yeah, yeah. Um, but to me, earthy colors are also the sky. So mm -hmm, right. So blues and the greens and, you know, it, it's... Uh, and I lean more towards that than, say, jewel tones. Right. Okay. Because yeah. there's one that I love. There's one in particular that I, I, I wish I have to see it up close, which is, I think it's called a a, founda a good foundation or a... Oh, yeah. Um, I love that one, too. It's so beautiful. I, I, I mean, I looked at it and saw it, and it just reminded me of a, you know, a storm had just passed by. And the mist is just kind of, it's just so welcoming and it's so peaceful. It's one of my favorites besides Fragile Handle with Care. But oh, okay. that's such a wonderful one. And I thought, wow, that's a different color palette. But it still is earth, right? It's still, you're right. It's still earthy uh -huh. colors, but it's, it's. Yeah. And that was intentionally a high key painting that, yeah. you know, a lighter painting. It was intentionally, um, you know, uh, cooler colors. Yeah. So that is one thing that I think about with color palette. And I mm -hmm. would invite any artist to consider that is, are you, are you look, looking to have it to be dominantly cool mm -hmm. or dominantly warm, right. irregardless of your choice so, of, of pigment of this, color, okay. but the cool and the warm. And I personally think that, um, 
having a little bit of cool and warm makes makes the eye much more engaged, much more interesting. Yeah, yeah. And and sometimes you don't even know that it's in there. You, you just you just go like, oh wow, and then you re- then you might realize, well, it's because of the dance of the cool and warm. Right. But it's usually kind of subtle that you might pick that up. So yeah. You could see that if I'm not mistaken, and correct me. You could see that in your like one of your your paintings, um, actually fragile, you know, handled with care. You could see certain areas that mm-hmm. have a little bit of the coolness in there. You could see almost mm-hmm. some green, or but mm-hmm. it, there's orange in there. But there there's that nice balance of it where they're working cohesively to give mm-hmm. off that. That well, I think it's like a welcomeness. Come look at what's going on in here, and and, and understand what the subject matter is about. And I think it, it you know, I mm-hmm. need to just take one of your classes. Well, I would love it. I would love it. Um, yes. The the, uh, the pandemic has taken. Um, I well, the combination of my husband passing away a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then condolences on that. Mm, thank you. Mm. And then the um, then the pandemic. Um, he he died in January, and we were in the midst of the pandemic hitting yes. in March. And so, um, I haven't taught for a couple of years, but I'm really anxious to get back to it because I oh. do love it. Yeah, and you sound, I mean, I've when I first met you, I could tell that you were just so personable and you're very loving. And I was like, oh, and you, when you were telling me about the, your, your background and your painting and particularly the fragile handle with care, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so wonderful. I would, I would love to, you know, engage in having a, a session or, you know, classes with you because I, I would like to get to that point. I'm usually a little bit more of a faster painter, uh, usually mm-hmm. abstract and usually try mm-hmm. to, um, cause when I, when I, as you know, I, I think I mentioned to you that I design carpets and everything is so meticulous and digital. And, you know, you got to make sure that this flower looks exactly what it's supposed to look like, or this type of, um, uh, geometric shape or whatever may be the subject matter for that particular client and that particular property that needs that design. You have to do it. So, and that this was my way of escaping. I'm like, I want to just let go and just throw something now. So. Yeah. But it's interesting <laughs> because when I look at your work, I still see some graphic influence, mm. even with your abstract work. Wow, cool. And I see, <laughs> I see the uh, values that you use. Yeah. And um, you utilize values really well. And so for anybody that's listening, um, uh, somebody had told me, uh, uh, well, I'll cite my source, or uh, one of my, my, one of my mentor teachers, Linda Baker, oh, yeah. um, has said, to me many times and to all of her students color gets the credit but values do the work Mm. oh that's a great one isn't that great that's a great one that's a really great one and it's really true and so irregardless of your palette if you don't have value contrasts of dark and light and if you don't have good design Mm. It doesn't engage a viewer. Yeah, yeah. 
and you your work has great value and great well, thank design. you so much for that but it, I, th- I i think i still need to learn more about that and you know i'm mm-hmm. self-taught even mm-hmm. through my career path that i when i design carpets but i still need to learn that more and more and perfect that a little bit more um you know because i think the more i understand it and try to um you know you can you can mimic as much as you can but until you understand the the, the principles of it and mm-hmm. apply it properly and apply it by someone who knows it very, very well can help to make that your, 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 your way that you want to do something more stronger and more, you know, mm-hmm. so I like, I, I think I might have to do that and, and might have to, when you're ready to take your class, I know this, the, the pandemic has caused a little bit of a problem <laughs> for people, but I'm going to have to. I'm, I'm going to be saving my money so I can take a class or two. Okay. <laughs> that sounds great. That sounds really so, great. I'd love yeah. it. Awesome. So I have a question. Another question for you okay. um, is when you're painting, do mm-hmm. you, where do you go? Like, do you, where do you go? Do you bring music to influence you? Do you use silence? Do you go outside? Do you try to be in nature? Do you try to, you know, you know, do you just, you know, you take your photograph and you use that, your reference, and you go just there and you don't go anywhere else. Like, you don't just wonder what, what, what inspires you to go to that, to get to those points and your final piece. Uh, well, I, I, I start the process with uh, gathering my own photo references. Mm-hmm. I go, and then I, then when I'm doing photo references, I'm already, in the concept stage. I'm already thinking, what am I looking for through that lens? What am I looking for in that image? So if I'm working on cast shadows, I'm interested in the shadows Mm. instead of what your typical photograph might be of, right? Right. So um, I take very interesting photographs, in my opinion, because... I'm looking at usually what's on the ground. <laughs> right, right. right. So it, de- it depends on what I'm looking for. And then I do use my photo references. And um, I don't necessarily copy my photo references. I, I may use parts of them or I may put right. different pieces together of different photos. Oh, cool. Oh, I love that. That's really cool. Yeah, because I, I would say, you know, when you're dealing with an art, it's like, what if that's not, the picture came out nice, but I don't want that particular thing. And I don't want to use that, but I can, you know, Don Andrews, yeah. he came and did a workshop for us at the Georgia Watercolor Society. He said that, he's like, look, you don't have to give everything that's in the photograph. Mm-hmm. You get the piece that you want and you apply it accordingly and you just put it, just go for it. And I'm like, I never thought about that, you know, that sounds, yeah. it sounds exactly what you're, what, what he said, yeah. what you're saying, what you're describing. Wow. That's pretty awesome. Well, actually um, there's a book by Pat Dews. Um, I'm sorry. I can't mm. remember the name of it, mm. but um, off the top of my head, but mm. she writes about sources of inspiration for her abstract paintings. Oh, and nice. she actually uses sometimes photographs, her photograph references, but she, breaks them apart and and either does like like see something in a thumbnail of it or see something here or there and then she's 
but what she's looking for is interesting abstract shapes design elements right. in that photo reference so it doesn't all come from just her head just, she gets inspired yeah. from and i i know another abstract artist barbara nietzsche that does that too so oh nice it's interesting yeah. so yeah and then i work in the studio i am definitely a studio painter um i i I don't like the variability of sun, humidity, mm. rain, bugs, all the rest <laughs> of it outside. I, I work in the studio. Yeah. And a lot of the times when I'm working, I, uh, I have music on and I'm real, mm. I'm real moody about music. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> I can be all over the place. Oh, you, okay. <laughs> you name it, I can be there. But I usually nice. can't listen to spoken word. Mm. I know a lot of people that can, yeah, but yeah. Uh, for some reason I can tune out music if I don't want to be hearing it. But a writ, a spoken word, I have to, I have to use a day. That's a different part of my brain probably. <laughs> and it's already in use. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have time for that. We got to focus. It's like, on a what we're it's like a computer that can't run two programs at the same time. Right. Right. <laughs> So, oh, that's pretty interesting. Sometimes I like silence. I, yeah. I'm real moody about it. Interesting. That's pretty interesting and fun to hear. Yeah. So, so I have, two, I, I think one more question or two more questions before I let you go. So one okay. is, you know, you know, there, there's one of them that you did. I think it was for the national show last year, Together Forever, where you have the cast shadow of the of the the adult holding the, the baby's hand and the baby's like the toddler oh, is, trying, yeah. is walking. Uh-huh. And, um, and, and so I thought how powerful you, you get the message right away. You know, all of your, all of your paintings, you get, i I get the message right away. Well, um, yay. The, other one, the, the lily, <laughs> I think it's the lily. It was a blue lily. Welcome or welcome in or uh-huh. come on in. Uh, come on in. Come on, come in. on in. And it was so I mean, what a breathtaking painting that was as well. Oh, thank you. So when you're, when you're, what would you like your art to mean for all who see it or who purchase it? What would you like for your art to mean? Well, that's a good question. I have to mm-hmm. stop because I don't, I don't, um, paint with that in mind. Okay. Mm. I don't paint like, oh, what do I want? Well, maybe that's not entirely true. When I'm, if I'm painting something like together forever, let's talk about that painting. Okay. Um, it was part of my cast shadow series and I was my, when, from a photographic standpoint, I was um, out with my daughter and my grandson and oh. instead of doing typical daughter grandson photos, I was shooting cast shadows on the <laughs> ground, right? So, um, and I was, as I remember, I was toddling around quickly behind them as I was shooting these photographs of them on the bricks because I just thought it was interesting. It yeah, was interesting yeah. shapes, values, all that. So then when I saw that image, I was like, oh, wow. You know, Mm. and then it was a matter of cropping it into the place that I wanted. So what did I want somebody to get from that is, I guess, what I saw, which is um, here are these 
in, here are these interesting shapes that say something. Right. Um, so, so yeah. I guess whether it's a, a floral or a cast shadow, there's something interesting that I'd like somebody to see. Um, and it's really interesting because most of the time when my five-year-old grandson sees a picture, he gets it right away, which blows me away. <laughs> He'll walk in. I've got a picture of a cast shadow with him and his mom on some rocks trying to figure out how to cross a waterfall. And he says, I was scared. And it's oh, exactly, wow. it's exactly what I saw when I was, when I, <laughs> when I got the picture, you know, it's, wow. um, you know, or whatever. Oh. So it's like, I think that if people can catch a moment in time, right. Um, uh, a thought, a uh, uh, something that they take away. That's great. Yeah, yeah. And it's also I, it's also okay if it just makes them feel good and it makes them smile. Smile, you know? yes, yes, it's, and that's what I love you know, about if it. It's just some really pretty pairs, and you like looking at the pairs on the wall, and there's nothing particularly profound about it. I think that's great. That's yeah. Yeah, you get it. You get the story right away. It doesn't have to be of a particular. You get the the intimacy. I mean, you get the title right. The title helps, but if you're looking at it, like usually people are reactive to what they see, right? They're gonna see it, and then they look at the title. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, uh-huh. I get that. <laughs> That's perfect. Uh-huh. Now that was wonderful. <laughs> yeah, and and I think you. I, I think if I were to say anything about my, my hope for my viewers, not only do they get something, but it's interesting to them enough that if they were to purchase it, they might see different things over time. Over time, yes. And part of that depends on where we're at. Yeah. So if we're at a stage in our life where we we might different stages of our life, we might see one thing and then a year or two later, we might see something completely different. Isn't that wonderful? Mm-hmm. It's like a book. Yeah, exactly. It's like a book. I was telling my daughter just recently that she had to read the, the alchemist by Paulo Coelho. And I told her, oh. I said, look, it's a great book. And she's like, yeah, I didn't really, I said, okay, well give it a chance, give it some time, come back to it later. You're just not ready for it. You're just not ready to receive it. You'll get it later on, you know, when you're a little bit older, you'll have different experiences and you'll be able to equate some of the the, 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 the stories that he's trying to convey. And it's just like, because I, when I first got it, I was like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. And I read it again. I'm like, oh my God, that's, and then I read it again. I'm like, oh my God, that's really good. You know? So it's like uh-huh. that. Yeah. It's exactly yeah. like Especially that. if it's a good book, yeah. So if yeah. it's a great painting, I'm sure that people look at the Mona Lisa and they look at it and they study and they go back and they study it again and they're like, okay, she really isn't grinning. Or yeah, she is smiling, but there's a little twinkle in her eye. She, you know, <laughs> you know yeah. it's, it's, all, it's all subjective to the, to the viewer, right? But yeah, it, that's it wonderful. Is. And, at their, and at various stages of life, we see different things. We feel different things. Right. It's just the nature of... Um, being a I, human, right? <laughs> being a human, yeah, yeah. This just because, yeah. uh, you know, when we're fifteen, we might see one thing, and when yes. we're, you know, eighty-five, we might see something, something else. else. Powerful. That is so powerful. 
Well, I can't thank you enough for taking time to talk with me about your brilliant body of art. Your artwork is just wonderful. Oh, and as I told you, you are a superhero to me. You're, uh, you know, you were a teacher, but you don't know. I mean, I guess you do know. You particularly know. But sometimes um, we, as the 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 student, the pupil who doesn't understand that there is someone who is going to be able to influence you in some way, so that way you can be a better person, learn more, expand yourself, you know, and 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 it just really influence the student in a very powerful way. That's. Uh, that's why I call you a superhero and I can't Uh, thank you enough for all of your, your encouragement over the years. Your, your art has touched me and I wish I had all the money in the world to just buy several of them. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you so much Kai for, you know, bringing the subject matter of love life and just thank you for your time. And I, I hope I can get to, do one of your classes and I hope I can one day get to purchase something. And I, uh, I just love you. You're amazing. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. So before I let you go, Mm -hmm. if if you could just let me, let us know what your, your platforms are, if you have like a Facebook or Instagram or a website, if you could just let us know. Uh, Excellent. Um, My website is kaijohnson.com. Okay. Uh, As I told you, forgive me. Um, (laughs) It has been grossly neglected for the last two years. Um, My husband used to do it for me and um, I would just go to him and say, put this, put this award in or put this painting in or move this around or do this or do that for me. And he liked doing it. Yeah, and it was and, it's beautifully um, done. I don't see any issues uh, well, with it. Well, <laughs> he tried to teach me before he died, but um, it it has just been one of those things that I haven't gotten back to. So the I haven't really uploaded any new images or oh, okay. done anything about awards or events or any of that in the last, I'd say it's probably get, going on two years out of date. So. Oh. So forgive me. But... No, I think, well, I, you know more than we do. If we didn't know and we went on there, we would be just, you know, just, just <laughs> yeah, in you, awe of all Yeah, the but you might beauty. be kind of wondering, what whatever happened to 2020 or something? <laughs> <laughs> but no, it is on my, it is on, it is sitting at my computer on my, uh, <laughs> on my to-do list. I'm sure so. you'll do it soon. And we'll be okay. so ever grateful of getting yes, uh, and to I'm, see them. I'm, I'm pathetically um, or blissfully uh, not, I just don't do social media. I don't do Instagram and I don't do Facebook. It's just a, it's just a, it's, it's not a big statement. It's just a personal um, waste of time and energy. Right. And it's a lot. It's a lot to maintain. It's a lot to keep constantly moving and forward and keeping things. Trust me, we, I get it. And I'm, you know, I have yes. like 500 things going at the same time, spinning plates on my nose and my toes and fingers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Time and yes. energy. What do we, what do we want to give our time and energy and our, our to, yes. attention to? So uh, it's just a personal choice. It's not a, it's not a statement about the platforms. Right. And, and I'm sure that when, when I, I'm going to put this detail that, where your website is for those to follow you. Okay. They'll, they'll be 
they'll be flabbergasted and in awe of the brilliance of of Kai Johnson. So well, I better get on. I better get on the website. Then, <laughs> that, <can I? laughs> that's, that, that's that's your cue. That's your homework now, right? <laughs> okay. All right. You well, I hope I can't me. thank you My enough friend. for your time, and I hope okay. that I can come back and and revisit another, you know, later on and see what's going on in your world, if that's okay. And I'll, I'll, if you're, if you're willing to, I would love to. Awesome. Okay. Thank thank you you. so much, my friend. You are, you are truly a treasure, a treasure beyond words. Thank you so much for including me. Oh, awesome. Kai, thank you. I hope you have a great day and we'll talk soon. Okay. Okay. okay, Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Thanks, everyone, for joining me on this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. See you on the next one.